Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's East versus West today. The Florida Gators and the LSU Tigers. Now, next week's game against Auburn, we know there has been a hold as uh, CBS has the right to put a hold on the games. And we know that next week's game... The LSU will either be at 6.15, it'll either be at uh, 6, I'm going to say, Herb, 6.45 around that time, between 6 and 7, or it'll be at 2.30. We know th- those the three games at SEC pretty much got a hold on. Texas A&M and Florida, Alabama and Arkansas, and LSU and Auburn. So there's an opportunity for LSU to play in the 6 o'clock spot mm-hmm. on the ESPN Family Networks or the CBS game of the week. So we'll keep you posted on that one. We will know tomorrow on the uh, 8th. That's when uh, CBS will let us know. Florida and LSU squaring off today, the Tigers and the Gators. And uh, this rivalry has had some great ones over the years. We'll get to my partner as uh, the 20-year anniversary yes, when sir. LSU knocked off their number one Florida in Tiger Stadium, the night the goalposts came down, and they went somewhere in Tigerland, I believe. So somewhere around there, those, somebody got a piece of those goalposts that are listening. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com, joined us now. Mike, what we were trying to explain you know, earlier is that a lot of times the stars and everything that go with recruiting, that doesn't necessarily mean something. And I, I think from all of us, and I would say this, just a, a normal person can kind of say, well, golly, that guy stands out. And a lot of times that guy would be highly rated. It's the ability to get those kids into your program, coach them up, and know, you know what, yes. regardless of where his stars is, mm-hmm. in my system, he can, he can max out. He can potentially help this program out. Yes. And LSU, Mike, has, had, has not done a very good job at that the last several years. No, and, and it's, it's been going on, I, I probably think, more than a few years. You're right, uh, Mike. You know, every year I'll – I'll tell my subscribers where they're basically thinking the state of the program is based on how LSU finishes in the in the team rankings on on rivals or any other recruiting uh, network and and I've been telling them for a while. Look, where LSU's having issues and falling to Music City Bowls and Texas Bowls is linemen. Uh, it was a defensive front seven problem. The linebacker position got uh, has gotten better since Dave Aranda has gotten there. Um, you know, certainly Beckwith and now Devin White has, has made that that spot uh, better in uh, others. But um, LSU's high recruiting class rankings has been based on athletes. The defensive backs, the, the DBU thing continues to perpetuate itself. Kids from all over the country come to camp, defensive backs, corners, because of Tyron Matthew and Patrick Peterson and, and everybody else. And that that was going on before Corey Raymond even even became, came back to LSU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, between linemen and quarterbacks, that that's really been the big deal. And now we've seen in the last several years running back be a problem. So, so Mike, let me ask you this: So, with with Coach Miles being a, a you know an ex offensive lineman, 
Why do you think he's had so much trouble recruiting those offensive linemen? Do you think it's because you got a Nick Saban at Alabama who's, you know, stealing guys like Cam Robinson from from Louisiana and and, and, and that sort of thing? Or what do you think was the issue well, at that the, point? The, 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 and, you can look at – piggyback off what Herb said. Just look at the success that Ole Miss has had on the O-line the last six or seven right, years. Right, the, pro- the, the problem that you've had there is that you've had a very weak recruiting staff. <clears throat> Um, if the state of Louisiana isn't producing it, um, you're going to the state of Alabama um, or the state of Tennessee um, and taking recruits that neither that none of the power schools in that in that state have offered. Well, I, I, you know, I think I think that the recruiting staff has, you know, it's it's kind of weird because it's almost, you know, it's it's one of those twofold type of things. You, when you look at it from the outside looking in, it looks like the recruiting staff is really great. They're getting all these, you know, top five recruiting classes in every year. And then, but also when you look at it from inside looking out, what are we lacking? Why why don't we have these particular guys that can actually sustain um, or develop during their, their tenure at LSU? Um, and for me, and Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, I just I just truly believe that whenever these guys come in, right, they they have an outlook. Of of you know thinking that they're the best thing since sliced bread, and then not necessarily putting in all of the work that it takes to become one of those great players, and then also at that time, at the same time, you know you you got people telling them that they are that. So do you think it's the mentality of the players coming in, um, you know, over the past couple of years or so, few years or whatnot, or, or do you think it's more that lack thereof of development? Uh. I, I think there's so many issues. I, I, I don't know that you can point to one thing. Um, but to me, the, the, the worry, I, I say the worry, the thing that I pointed to and, it, and it's continued uh, under Ed Orgeron is the state of Louisiana has been having holes every year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mentioned Greg Rob, you mentioned Cam Robinson. You know, the, the last two great Louisiana offensive linemen were Cam Robinson and Greg Robinson. Yep. Alabama and Auburn. Alabama and Auburn. Okay. But when LSU – can LSU go out of state, and is there a coach on the staff, an assistant coach, that can go to Missouri, California, Maine, uh, Orlando, mm-hmm. and go head-to-head with Ohio State, Florida State, Alabama, Clemson, for an offensive or defensive lineman that all those schools want, and that kid is not tied – to staying close to home. Right. The last one I could think of, Mike, and you tell me if I'm wrong, and I don't know where he pitted up against those schools, was Boxdale. Was around was around Michigan. And I don't I don't know how, how yeah, much Ohio and, State is on, but that, that was that was that, about almost a decade ago. Yeah, and that really was in, in if you remember, uh Barksdale one time was a commitment to uh Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh he decommitted from that and uh he was a, he was a he was listed as a defensive lineman out of high school. He mm-hmm. was moved to the offensive line once he got to LSU. Well, well here's, the, here's the weird thing about that, though. If you think about it, over the past seven, eight years, you know, since Les Miles has been there, we've been, let's call it 80% run happy, you know, or heavy. So if I'm an offensive lineman and we're going to run the ball 80% of the time, I mean, why wouldn't you want to go to that school, especially with the name like LSU, with the facilities that we have and all that kind of stuff? So at some point, there's a breakdown somewhere. And why is that? We don't know. But I will tell you this. I've always thought very, very highly of the recruiting uh, staff at LSU, and I always will. And the one thing that I do know that is that they're going to get it on track. I think they're going to identify the issues of what's going on. I think they're going to make something, make it right. 
Well, I, I think the recruiting staff, there's a difference between the assistant coaches and there's a difference between Austin Thomas, Sharon Lewis, and, and all those people in the building. And that, that's, that's – then you're really opening up a can of worms because you shouldn't be able to say that Austin Thomas, who's not a staff member as far as one of the you know, eight assistant coaches, mm-hmm. that he's arguably your best recruiter on the entire staff. Like he's better than your assistant coaches at recruiting. Yeah, you shouldn't say that. I don't. I don't. No, and and, and look, and Pete Jenkins being the defensive line coach uh-huh. on an interim basis is one thing. That's hurting LSU. But him in the recruiting being, standpoint being there now, and LSU having to get a waiver from the NCAA, mm-hmm. so someone inside the building who's not on the eight assistant coaches on the staff. Um. And, and, and for medical reasons, and they say grant that waiver, so then Austin Thomas or uh, Derek Panamski or someone else in the building can go out and recruit when when Pete's not in the building. You know that you know that that's part of your problem. And yeah. I don't know of anybody that advised not only from just it, I don't think anybody told uh, Ed Orgeron that that was a good idea. No, and, and he didn't listen to anybody. We'll go take a break more with Mike Scarborough at TigerBay.com. We'll get to Randall plus Mike's prediction day LSU in Florida talking recruiting right now. And, and the issue with that with Coach Jenkins is a lot of times is he's not around when you get to closing. When the living room walls come down to it and you got to seal the deal. Now, it may be different this time because we have four signing days instead of one, three mm-hmm. in December and one in February. But, you know, it's like the young man, you, you're, a couple you lose to Alabama or whoever. You know, how many times did Coach Jenkins, was he able to go there? Well, he, he wasn't around then. And look – I'm not saying it's the way of the world, but you got to make these kids and their families feel like if we don't get you to sign this sheet of paper to come to this school, we're going to lose. We're going to fall apart. They're going to demote us from 1A to, to Division three. That's the part of the game. It, mm-hmm. That's why they call it recruiting, and then you have to de-recruit them when you get on campus to sink, suck up all that air out of the head that you're the one that pumped in there for them. I think That's they do a part that. of the game. I think they do that. I just don't know why the kids don't end up signing on the dotted line. All right, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com was with, with us talking recruiting and Mike's prediction on LSU in Florida next here on WW. We are already through six weeks of the high school football season. Boy, there was some great, I'm talking great games last night. East St. John and Destran overtime. Rummel and Holy Cross, they're calling it one of those instant classics last mm-hmm. night. Unbelievable. And listen about this one. And Mike, this is in your neighbor the way, just when you think that he's already, uh, you know, done everything he can and a lot of people consider this gentleman that I'm about to tell you, no secret, is one of the greatest high school coaches ever. And whenever he plays somebody, there's always one thing they call it, the cook factor. That's Louis Cook and Notre Dame of Crowley. Yesterday, his ball club is getting ready to play a big contest against Kinder. Very good. It's one of the best Kinder teams they've had in a while. They have a young man that was a part of their team in the school. They they went to his services. He lost his battle with leukemia. So his his football team is at a uh, funeral service from 11 in the morning yesterday to well after lunch. They go to kinder. They get down 28 to nothing last night, and they come back and win 35 to uh, 33 or 35, 20, something like real tight down the stretch. Just remarkable about high school football. Just to give you an idea of how with all of the talk we do, pro college and pro, the still the best in the purest form is on Friday night. Mike Scarborough got a lot of footage, got a lot of things that happened last night. How can people get the latest on recruiting and today's matchup LSU in Florida? Yeah, go to uh, TigerBait.com. We've got it all for you. We've got our Florida, uh, LSU Florida pregame notebook with tons of notes, uh, a game prediction, 
we do our live chat during the game. I participate in that and our, our Tiger Bay community. So uh, that's always a lot of fun. Last night uh, we had one of our video cameras at uh, uh, Warren Easton's game mm-hmm. uh, filming uh, the 19 defensive back uh, Kimbrough and the uh, 20 running back uh, uh, Clayton. So we're going to have all that footage for you, uh, you know, by Monday or Tuesday. So uh, we're, we're rolling out the, the footage of all the recruits and the guys that LSU has offered and, uh, you get an idea of uh, if the fixes are, are around the corner for LSU and, and getting some talent back in the program. All right, Mike, quickly as we roll to our final break, LSU and Florida, how you see this predicted for us? Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of with everybody else. I think it's a close one, but Florida wins. I just – you, it, whose who's offense can do more against the other team's defense? Yep. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Mike, we will talk after the game. Uh, you know, now we're in full coverage mode, so we'll talk on the point after tonight after the contest. I'll be ready. All, All right. right. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Coming back, Randall on the River Pass. He wants to talk about the recruiting process. I'm sitting across from the three-time quarterback bowl winner, the only one in LNU football history, second most wins from a starting quarterback. Herb Tyler is here with us, the latest on Nate. So much more. Yes, we got sir. a lot going on on this second weekend in October in Louisiana, including LSU and Florida. Their rivalry continues today at 235 kickoff right here on Tiger Radio. This is WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.